You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and Ally. They may not be able to help you hit your mile splits, but Ally can help you plan for the future. Explore all the ways you can map out your financial goals with Ally at ally.com. Ally, a proud sponsor of the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon and athletes everywhere. Now, here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. Today on the Running Around Charlotte podcast, we're going to talk about safety. We've read the headlines that report people getting hit by cars, getting attacked or even shot at, and we all wonder ourselves, could that happen to us? Today, we're going to talk to Laura Morrow about safety while running and why it's important to us. Laura, thanks for joining us. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me. DC Lucchese, how are you doing today? All good in the hood, man. All good in the hood. Yes, sir. Laura, tell us, uh, give us a little background, the elevator pitch on who Laura Morrow is and uh, why are you talking about safety? Um, so my name is Laura Morrow. I'm a Charlotte Marathon ambassador for the third year now. And I have, you know, kind of dived into the ultra trail scene as well as um, quite a few road races around around the Charlotte area. And so I have a pretty wide scope as far as how safety can be a big concern, um, you know, whether you're on the streets in Charlotte or, you know, you're on the trails, um, which is a little bit more secluded. And, you know, just being aware of your surroundings and, you know, how we can implement ways for, you know, women specifically, but, you know, just all runners in general, just to be uh, more safe and um, how our, our city can kind of come together and help us have a better climate as far as safety goes while exercising. Well, mm-hmm. so, and, and it happens, it happens everywhere, right? I mean, I remember several years ago, it might've been 10 years ago, somebody jumped out of a porta john on Queens Road in Myers Park right. yeah, and, and uh, attacked a woman. Um, I read about somebody who got shot at out at McAlpine Park. So it's not just, mm-hmm. um, it's it's every neighborhood. It's it's the affluent and the not so affluent neighborhoods where, where this is. So, so where do we start? I mean, it's probably in preparation, right? It, yes, I mean, it's in preparation, of course. You know, there's things that I think we all can do, um, you know, like I said before, to be obviously being hyper aware of what's going on around us, you know, making ourselves visible, um, as well as, you know, just having, you know, self, self-defense, self whether that's, you know, ways that we can defend ourselves if we're, you know, put into a dangerous situation or just have different, you know, I, I know a lot of my fellow runners carry, um, you know, like pepper spray or some of those other, like, devices that can go on your hand to be able to, to defend yourself. So I think those are things that we can start with, but I don't think that by any means that's the end of the conversation um and there's still a lot more that you know collectively we can do to to be safer um while we're out there there and and there's more than one type of safety too right there's the there's the self-defense 
piece of it, but there's also the being visible when it's dark, um, being aware of what's going on. I, I remember this is probably 15 years ago, a uh, young runner who was hit on Providence Road and subsequently passed away, unfortunately. Um, but I remember reading about that, and, and from what I remember, she got hit by a truck pulling a trailer, and she got hit by the trailer. And I, I can't help but think in my mind that maybe she had headphones on, and she saw the truck and saw the truck pass, and maybe the, the trailer wasn't as well lit. And so you step out thinking the truck has passed, but if you don't have the headphones on, you have this subconscious thought of, I hear chains ringing, you know, jingling on a trailer, or I hear a trailer bouncing or something along those lines. I'm going to pause for a moment and make sure that he's not pulling a trailer, right? So having... Um, Having your your ears to hear is so important in my mind um, for runner safety, but also being visible and having a, a safety vest on or headlights or headlamps um, to make sure that other people can see you and you can see other people, right? Right. I mean, I know myself included, um, and I know a lot of other runners too use um, like the over-the-ear headphones, like the aftershock, um, just so that you can still. I mean, I know I can hear a biker behind me with mm -hmm. with those on, even if they're on full blast. Um, and you know, sometimes I don't always have like, or if I'm going out on a run and say it's getting into that later part of the evening. Um, maybe I didn't, maybe I'm going a little bit further than I thought and I didn't prepare to bring my headlamp. You know, I always turn my flashlight on, on my phone. And at least I can, cause I always have my phone with me. I know some runners don't, but that's my first safety, safety guard is having my phone with me. Um, and you know, I'll light that space in, in front of me and, you know, light up my legs so that the shoots, the reflectors on my shoes can even be seen. And yeah. although it's not, it's not the most ideal, but you know, it's that backup thing, always kind of being prepared and having a backup if, you're, if your headlamp goes out or, you know, staying on the right side of the sidewalk is, is huge um, or just staying on the, the side of the road that's most safe for where you are because I know that sometimes that's not always, you know, the proper side. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, let me ask you this because, you know, Runner safety, and as we alluded to in the, in the introduction here, that uh, and you said yourself, you know, particularly as it relates to to women, it's not a new issue, right? It's not a brand new thing, and you know the the uh, well the the crime involving Eliza Fletcher, you know, really kind of you know raised it again, and why this particular incident, why now, and what are you guys at uh, you and Lisa with Run Charlotte Run and the running community. What are you doing to kind of not let this get you know washed away or let everybody be distracted by the next shiny thing? What are you doing to to keep this issue top of mind? Um, so it's hard to say like why now? Like why was this the tipping point? But mm -hmm. I think it's just kind of brought to light how you know issues like this they get talked about for a little bit and mm -hmm. then it people forget about them it's right. you know a week goes by you know they do the memorial run or they mm -hmm. do the different things and then it's forgotten about and i think you know the 
what we're trying to do kind of right now, and I and not just us, but other runners in Charlotte too, is right. just trying to keep talking about it. Um, you know, we held an open uh, runner safety forum, um, you know, a couple weeks ago right. at at um, cross conditioning training, and you know, just got together and, and talked about ideas. We knew that not everything that was said is we're throwing spaghetti. We're seeing what sticks to the wall. Mm-hmm. Figured. Um, and with that, you know, last night, Billy Shu, who's a, who's a well-known runner in the oh, yeah. Charlotte area. Um, everybody knows that guy. He <laughs> uh, headed off a, headed off a meeting, you know, with the Charlotte city council and, and Lisa was present too. And just speaking to our city council members of, you know, what we can do to, to promote that safety and, and who's on board with what ideas we have. You know, one yeah. thing that we think is a really good idea is just, you know, motion censored lights on greenways um, and whether they're solar powered and how we can kind of implement things like that. I know that that's been a, mm-hmm. a big topic of discussion, how we can also include, um, you know, cyclists into, into this mix too. Mm-hmm. You know, the more people that we have involved, yeah, in the community, you know, we're, we're strength in numbers and, you know, we, I'd like to think that everybody in Charlotte is a runner, but I know that's not necessarily true. So, you know, the more people that we can Mm -hmm. bring on board with us, whether they're cyclists, non-runners, athletes of any sort, um, just to kind of be a part of this community effort. Yeah. And let's just, let's just, let's just say that. Let's just broaden this out to the active community as a whole. I mean, when people come and visit Charlotte, you know, they're like, man, there, it seems like there's always somebody out walking or running or jogging or cycling or whatever. And I love that when people say that. So let's just say there's a, there's a net, there's a tent, if you will, for all of us to fit up, but underneath there is the active community. What is the one thing, or what is one thing, I want to say the, but what is one thing aside from the personal, you know, say, what is the or what is one thing that uh, that you would say or suggest or recommend or advocate for uh, to speak to that community and say, hey, if we all kind of got together and blanked, we could kind of keep this story alive and keep this issue in front of folks? That's a tough question. Um, so one thing that I think we all can kind of do, I mean, is to keep talking about it. Is mm-hmm. to keep it at the forefront of the forefront of our minds mm-hmm. to know that you know every. I mean, every day that I go out for a run, and I know I'm not alone in saying this. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to, I have to think about where I'm running, what time I'm running, and if I'm with anybody or if I'm bringing my dog as you know my mm-hmm. my bodyguard, <laughs> if yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, um. You know, I think it's just we have to keep talking about it. And the more that we talk about it, the more that we're going to feed off each other's ideas. And I think the the better chance we have at really making a difference and, you know, making some changes happen that can really benefit Charlotte as a whole. And like you said, it's the Charlotte active community, whether it's somebody walking their dog on a greenway. I mean, right. a few weeks ago in Raleigh, it, yes, there was a runner that was killed, you know, a three-time Boston qualifying marathoner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I remember that. But she, you know, 
she wasn't alone in that. There was, you know, a retired police officer or, or an off-duty police officer. Um, I don't, I don't know what all the the victims of that, so I apologize. But you know, it was just, mm-hmm. it was random. It was random people, and you know, the more that we can, we're the city is, you know, trying to expand all our greenways and and. Um, the more that we can make those areas safer for people and our streets safer for people, I think just the better our city is going to be in general. You know, I think one thing that I'm guilty of not doing is telling my wife where I'm running. You know, when I go out for a run in the morning, I'm usually gone for about an hour, but I don't, I don't, I've got three or four different routes that I consistently run and, you know, I, I can't really get too far from home, <laughs> but, you know, you still, get lost because yeah, of the confusion part, right? That's right. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, if I, if I'm not back by seven, would she start worrying about me and, and would she know where to look for me? if I was gone. So I think it's important to tell somebody where you're going. Yeah, the, the, wearable, the wearable technology is great. You know, Apple totally. has a watch that, you know, I, she knows my location. Yeah. So in, in that sense, she can figure it out as long as there's a, there's a connection. But I think it's important just to let people know if you're going by yourself, Hey, I'm going, I'm going to run this route and I'll be back by whatever yeah. time I'll be back by. Yeah. And that way, yeah. you know, you can just be more aware and, and if something does happen, they can maybe get to you a little bit quicker. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's that's true. So, um, when you, when you talk to new runners, like what's the, what's the wisdom you like to impart? Is it, you know, running groups, run with a dog, pepper spray, run during the day. What, what, what are just some of the basics that you would, that you would tell somebody who's, who might, uh, just be starting out or maybe somebody who's experienced, who's never really thought about the safety aspect. Um, definitely those couple things that you just mentioned, you know, having some sort of ailment of defense, whether that's, you know, pepper spray, your own mess, your own way of defending yourself mm-hmm. or a dog. Um, I like to say, but the, also, I mean, running in groups, you know, I said this earlier in the, in the, in the talk that, you know, we have strength in numbers and that goes for, you know, running in groups. There's so many run clubs in Charlotte and that's one thing that yeah. we're trying to, you know, drum up some ideas mm-hmm. with those run clubs of so many of them are at the same time. Not everybody can meet at six thirty on a weekday evening. So just trying to figure out how, you know, we can create more diversity with those, those time frames in those run clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, I mean, you know, I can't even say a time of day is, is safer than another because if you look at the history of mm-hmm. some of the events, they're all over the place. Yeah. And it's 10 a.m., 6 p.m., 4 a.m., any, I mean, it's any time of day. Um, but I would say the one thing I really have to add to that is just knowing, knowing your route and knowing, you know, how to get to safety, have multiple points of safety, whether you're, on the greenway or you're on, you know, a a certain street, like knowing a a convenience store that, you know, they have those safe zones. I don't know how effective they are, but at least if you can run into a QT around other people, um, or if you can run into a Harris Teeter or something and just knowing where the, right. knowing, knowing kind of where those are at, um, 
I think is helpful. And then, of course, like you said, you know, telling people where you are. Um, you know, they have those apps like like Strava. I know a lot of my friends use them. I'm not on Strava just because I know you can change the settings on them. It's just not something that I'm really interested in doing. But, you know, I do always um, reach out to, you know, my friends and, and my family if I'm on a different route and I say, hey, this is where I'm at. This is a picture of where I am. If, I, if you don't hear from me in 45 minutes, then something's up or call me. Um, so just kind of putting those those multiple layers of defense because I don't think it's, it's one thing. With any of these instances that have happened, it wasn't, you know, the person was, was wearing headphones and that's why this happened. Right. Per, you know what I mean? You, know, it's, it's, you have to have those multiple layers. Mm-hmm. No, you're absolutely right, and and, and we're not going to, we're certainly not going to, you know, come to all of the answers or even one answer today. But I, that speaking for the group, appreciate the heck out of you taking the time to, you know, help us, help continue the conversation, and for those who are listening and say, you know what, yeah, I want to help, as you suggested, you know, keep talking about this to keep the issue, you know, on the front burner. How do we connect? How do we make that happen? Um, so you can always reach out to to my personal Instagram, um, but Run Run CLT Run um, is a great resource and has been pushing out a lot of information on on different things that you know Lisa is trying to do with with the community. Um, so I would say that would be number one: Run CLT Run Instagram page or email. There you go. Uh, info. Dot run, run at gmail.com. Appreciate it, sis. We'll do it. We'll yeah, do thank it. you, thank Laura. You Laura, All thank right. you again for taking the time. Absolutely. And I'll see you on November 12th. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon and our partners at Pinnacle Financial and U.S. Bank. Running Around Charlotte is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week anywhere you listen to podcasts.